Good morning, everyone. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Namine Namaste Sarasvati Deve Gauravani Prasadine Nirvishesha Shunyavani Aschakyate Mancha kalpa truyascha kripa sindhu yaitlacha patitanam avanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo nama He Krishna karuna sindhu dinabandho jagatpate gopesha gopika kanta radha kanta namostate tapta kanchana gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Srivasari Gauravakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya 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 Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaganarottamam Devim Saraswating Vyasam Tato Jayamudi Rayet Nasta Prayeshva Madreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhakti Bhavati Naishtiki Today we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 4, Chapter 30. The activities of the prachetas, uh, verse number eight, and this is a verse spoken by the Lord to the prachetas. Shri Bhagavan Uvacha, Vadang Vrinidvam Badrang Bho, Vadang Vrinidvam Badrang Bho, Young men, Pananda, you young men, Nipananda, you young men, Nipananda, so hard in a pretak dharmas, 
pronunciation tip, if I may. Nripa Nandanaha. It's not Nandanaha, it's Nandanaha. One of the first things one learns uh, with Sanskrit pronunciation is to uh, make a distinction between long and short vowels because they can make a big difference in meaning. Okay, that's enough Sanskrit pronunciation tips for the day. <laughs> Shri Bhagavan Uvacha. Shri Bhagavan Uvacha. What's that mean? <laughs> the Supreme Personality of Godhead said. Vadam. Benediction. Vrinidvam. Vrinidvam. Ask. Ask. Bhadram. Bhadram. Good fortune. Good fortune. Vaha. Vaha. Of you. Of you. You yum. You yum. You. You. This is uh, a plural uh, addressing second person. You yum. May. May. From me. From me. Nripanandanaha. 
O oh, sons of the king, so hard in us, by friendship, a pritak, non-difference, dharma, 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 dharma. Okay. Occupation. Occupation. Tushtaha. Tushtaha. Pleased. Please. Aham. Aham. I. Sohridena. Sohridena. By friendship. By friendship. Vaha. Vaha. Of you. Of you. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shiva Prabhupada. Translation, the Supreme Personality of God had said, My dear sons of the King, I am very much pleased by the friendly relationships among you. All of you are engaged in one occupation, devotional service. I am so pleased with your mutual friendship that I wish you all good fortune. Now you may ask a benediction of me. Purport. Since the sons of King Prachina Barhishat were all united in Krishna consciousness, the Lord was very pleased with them. Each and every one of the sons of King Prachina Barhishat was an individual soul. But they were united in offering transcendental service to the Lord. The unity of the individual souls attempting to satisfy the Supreme Lord or rendering service to the Lord is real unity. In the material world, such unity is not possible, even though people may officially unite they all have different interests. In the United Nations, for instance, all the nations have their particular national ambitions and consequently they cannot be united. Disunity between individual souls is so strong within this material world that even in a society of Krishna consciousness, members sometimes appear disunited due to their having different opinions and leaning toward material things. Actually, in Krishna consciousness, there cannot be two opinions. <laughs> there is only one goal, to serve Krishna to one's best ability. If there is some disagreement over service, such disagreement is to be taken as spiritual. Those who are actually engaged in the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead cannot be disunited in any circumstance. This makes the Supreme Personality of Godhead very happy and willing to award all kinds of benedictions to his devotees, as indicated in this verse. We can see that the Lord is immediately prepared to award all benedictions to the sons of King Prachin Abhishat. <laughs> 
And so ends Srila Prabhupada's purport. Shri Bhagavan Uvacha Varam Vrinidvam Badram Bo Yu Yang Me Nripanandana Sohardena Pritak Dharmas Tushtoham Sohridena Vak. The Supreme Personality of God had said, My dear sons of the King, I'm very much pleased by the friendly relationships among you. All of you are engaged in one occupation, devotional service. I am so pleased with your mutual friendship that I wish you all good fortune. Now you may ask a benediction of me. Which word or words in this verse are indicating the Lord's satisfaction? Tushtoham, yes. Now this is a nice little phrase which you can also use. After prasadam, I will not mention prasadam anymore because then your minds will all be going there. Um, but after prasadam, you can express to the other devotees, Tushtoham. And what would that, what would you be saying to them? I am satisfied. If you want to say, I am fully satisfied, you could say, Santushto Ham, I am fully satisfied. So if you are a guest at uh, of a devotee at their home, uh, you can please them by saying, Santushto Ham. Or, if you want to really express uh, that you're really satisfied, then you can say, Ati Santushtoham. I am too much satisfied, as they say in India. <laughs> the Lord is satisfied. Why is he satisfied? Yes, they're united in their devotional service. And indeed, according to uh, Jiva Goswami, he says, this unity among the devotees is the key to his satisfaction. The fact that they're worshiping him is very nice, uh, but the key to, their, uh, to the Lord's satisfaction is that they are united in uh, their service. Uh, and in what spirit are they united? Friendship. Friendship. And this word comes twice. Uh, so hard, so hard. Comes from suhrit. We know this word um, from the famous, what Prabhupada calls the peace formula. Bhoktaram yajyatapasam sarvaloka maheshwaram. Suridam sarvabhutanam gyatpamam shantim richati. So suridam, and suridam has this sense of the the word rit means heart, and su this prefix means good or well, and so uh, it's a well-wishing friend. 
a well-wishing friend, a friend who is heart, heartily wishing the best for us. And so the Lord is the best of, uh, of good friends because he is situated in the heart. And from that position, from that situation, from that uh, as our closest neighbor, you might say, he is wishing us the best. Uh, there are many words uh, in Sanskrit for friend. Uh, you may be able to think of others. Can you think of another word for friend? Mitra. Mitra, yes. Mitra can mean ally. So, uh, and we see this word in uh, the Panchatantra where you have Mitra Labha, the gaining of friends, uh, which has the sense of you know getting friends uh, to do to get done what you want to do, and there's Mitra Beda, the loss of friends. Beda means splitting, breaking apart. Yeah, there's there are other words. Can you think of one? Bandhu is another word, and Bandhu also has the sense of relative, uh, familial relationship. And so uh, yesterday we, we met uh, with this very wonderful family uh, of the Amish people. And uh, for them, you can say this type of friendship is especially important, family relations. Uh, is very, and they have big families. <laughs> this family, there are 10 children in the family. Can you imagine? Uh, uh, another word? Do we know another word? Saka. Saka and Saki. Uh, and this has the sense of companion. Uh, so Krishna's companions, the friends in Vrindavan, uh, they are Sakas. And, of course, the gopis, they address each other as Saki, isn't it? Uh, speaking of Krishna and his friends, one of my favorite paintings of, uh, of Krishna with his friends is where they're sitting. Uh, Krishna and the friends, the friends are surrounding Krishna, and they're all facing Krishna, and they're having lunch. That image is so nice, isn't it? Is it on the back wall? Oh, there it is. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> okay, so we get this idea of unity uh, of purpose, and Srila Prabhupada, in his translation, uh, has taken one of his uh, devotional liberties by adding. Uh, as a kind of purport, devotional service. All of you are engaged in one occupation, so that's translating um, apritak dharma. And, uh, and then he, he says devotional service, because what, would, what else would be the apritak dharma than devotional service? But just to make sure, in case anyone has any doubt whatsoever, <laughs> Prabhupada says, devotional service. Uh, and he doesn't say devotion, he says devotional service. Uh, so that idea is very 
firmly established that the, the unity is in devotional service to the Lord. And of course, that's what Srila Prabhupada is elaborating in his purport. Uh, and there's this phrase which I find uh, it's become somewhat well-known uh, amongst devotees, actually in Krishna consciousness, there cannot be two opinions. And I think uh, we all kind of laugh at that because it seems to be quite the opposite, isn't it? We seem to have so many opinions. Uh, we might want to say that uh, where someone expresses an opinion, uh, we, be we become a little nervous that, no, 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 this can't be uh, the one opinion. There has to be at least two. And so we're only happy when there's uh, something to argue about. Uh, we have to have strong opinions about something. In fact, uh, there is a tendency, mm, probably not here amongst uh, the Gita, Nag, Gita Nagari Vasis, probably not here, but elsewhere we find uh, that devotees like to see things only in terms of two colors. What are the two colors I'm thinking of? Black and white. Black and white. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> there is no... There are no other colors. We get a little bit colorblind, maybe, when it comes to opinions about things. But okay, Prabhupada is saying, actually in Krishna consciousness, there cannot be two opinions. So how do, we, how do we understand that if the reality is we see there are so many opinions? How do we see that? How to understand that? Well, maybe... Prabhupada is explaining a bit more. There is only one goal to serve Krishna to one's best ability. If there is some disagreement over service, such disagreement is to be taken as spiritual. That's interesting. Spiritual disagreement. Uh, and elsewhere, Srila Prabhupada would say that this uh, proves or it demonstrates that uh, we are personalists. We recognize difference in individuals. We honor the difference. We can even welcome the difference. Uh, uh, and we can see this as indeed spiritual. Maharaj. Oh yes, in the, in the purport, uh, let's see. Disunity between, uh, yes. Disunity between individual souls is so strong within this material world that even in a society of Krishna consciousness, members sometimes appear disunited due to their having different opinions and leaning toward material things. Yeah, so that's also there. An explanation. Well, I'm going to leave that for you when we have discussion. <laughs> no, that's, it's interesting. You can say, 
Of course, we can imagine a situation, two devotees are arguing some point, and one of them says, oh, you have that opinion because you are leaning toward uh, material things. Not me, but you are, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but what the, this is suggesting to me is that we ask ourselves, are we having, are we perceiving difference in our opinion because uh, I myself am leaning toward material things. So that, uh, that would be the better question to ask oneself. Could it be the case that I'm leaning toward uh, material things, therefore I'm perceiving? Yes, we are seeing difference. The difference, if we're seeing it as a problem, that's another point. There may be difference, but the quest, first question may be, is this a problem? And if so, why? What's at stake at having this opinion versus that opinion? What is at stake? Is there anything at stake? Uh, sometimes we may argue over um, some quite esoteric questions uh, where, to me, the first question is, what's at stake? What's actually, is it going to make a difference in our lives if we understand this way or this way? Uh, so there are a lot of ways you can, before highlighting difference, you can try to see where there's commonality or if there's difference, whether the difference really matters. If it matters, how does it matter? And then that can get you back to possibly better ways of solving the difference. Um, the Bhagavatam is uh, giving, I find, uh, some very nice images of unity. Uh, and this is, of course, one of them, uh, the prachetas. And uh, the Lord here is saying, because of your unity and purpose, I want to do something for you. And therefore he says, varam vrenidvam. Uh, that's a slightly strange word form. We don't usually see it. Uh, vrenidvam is an imperative uh, second person plural. Uh, it's, it's just the particular grammatical form. So it's an invitation in this case. Uh, ask me for something. <laughs> ask for what? Varam. And what is varam? Varam can mean choice. It's translated here as benediction. But it can also be choice. And in English we have this sense of, oh, this is very choice, meaning excellent. Um, and so it has a similar sense in Sanskrit. Um, and, uh, it, yeah, it means benediction, it means choice, uh, it means excellent. So, ask for something excellent. Other images of unity, maybe before I say something, I've mentioned the one of uh, the gopas and Krishna together. Any other images in the Bhagavatam of unity that you might uh, find valuable to remember in the course of the day from the Bhagavatam.
the Pandavas. Okay, yes, uh, mentioned in the first canto, yeah, certainly. Despite their variety of uh, temperaments, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's quite some unity, huh? <laughs> Any others? Yes, Manny. Okay, yes. Yeah, we could say the rasa dance, right? And when what happens when Krishna disappears? They all together go looking for Krishna and they realize there's one, one amongst them who is missing. When they meet her, this one gopi, whose name is not mentioned, when they meet her, and she's also, she's now uh, so devastated because Krishna has left, uh, what is their feeling toward her? Yeah, they sympathize, they empathize, you can say, they genuinely empathize because now they've experienced, she's experienced Krishna's separation. So there's unity in the feeling of separation. Another kind of unity uh, we find in an interesting sort of form uh, in, I always forget, is it the sixth or the eighth canto, but uh, the Saman. Uh, Samudra Mantana, the churning of the ocean of milk. Is, this, is that sixth or eighth? Eighth, eighth canto. Um, that's also a kind of unity which is uh, arranged by the Lord. Uh, of course, uh, it's the demons and the demigods, and once they get the nectar, then something else happens. But while they're churning the nectar, they're very much together. They have one purpose, which is to churn the nectar. Um, there's this English phrase, politics makes strange bedfellows. Uh, so uh, certainly that would be the primordial case of, of, this, uh, of this truth. But nonetheless, it points to something which I would suggest is also valuable for us to reflect on and appreciate with respect to the idea of friendship. Um, but I want to take this in a slightly different direction. I want to propose, uh, which, and you may want to refute, but I want to propose that it is possible to have friends who are not Vaishnava, Yes, no, some very hesitant nodding of heads is there. I think the word friend means official friend. Is? Official friend. Official friend. In other words, persons you meet, interchange, interact with, and there may be there's some friendship, but it's not an intimate type of friendship. Not intimate. Okay, we make distinction there. All right, any further thoughts? Yes. I was thinking of the Bhagavad Gita and initially Krishna and Arjuna and friends, however, Arjuna is definitely from the very beginning. He's not really acting in the role of being a Vaishnava, he's more of a religionist. Mm. 
so I was kind of thinking that that's some type of, that is a friendship. And he wasn't necessarily, he doesn't have to follow me. Maybe he is, however, he's playing the role of not being. <laughs> that's interesting because then uh, in the beginning of chapter four, Krishna says, Sa evayamayatya yoga prokta puratana. Bhakto sime sakha cha iti. You are my devotee and my sakha, uh, my companion. And then later in the 11th chapter, of course, uh, uh, Arjuna is apologizing for being so intimate with Krishna. But yeah, there are a lot of. Yes. I'm thinking that in terms of Abhitak Dharma, people who are about the same Dharma as you or the same activity as you, you do feel a certain kind of friendship toward them. I mean, we always remember yesterday we went to the Sam. There was some similarity that we felt. This is, he's our friend. Yeah. Maybe he would be a confidential friend in the ultimate sense, but we right. have friendship to a, certain, to a certain degree. Okay, so we may speak of degrees of friendship and different sorts of or degrees of uh, intimacy or, or distance, but still friendship. Uh, and I think this is uh, something which can, uh, which deserves more consideration amongst devotees, that uh, we can think of our preaching uh, as friend-making. Yesterday, Maharaj was speaking about so many different ways of of preaching so many opportunities, different ways. So to think in, in that spirit of making friends. Uh, I want to suggest one more interesting phenomenon that has come to be called, uh, it takes the term friend, and that is the Facebook friend, where uh, some of us have Facebook friends friends that we don't even know. <laughs> Never met them in our life, but we, they ask, you know, can I be your friend? Click, okay. Click, you are now, we are now friends. Click. <laughs> so that's, that's taken us. What is that about? Yeah, I mean, that was a term that was invented uh, for a certain function. But anyway, another, but, but somewhere here I want to bring in another uh, issue or question, um, and it may have a similar answer in terms of intimacy, but I have found, speak myself, I found I have friends who are not, who are Vaishnavas, who are not in ISKCON. And I consider them friends with a capital F. Um, some will say, no, 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 that's not possible. Why? Because they have some different philosophy or different whatever it is. And I will say that's not necessarily a problem. I don't see that as a problem, as an obstacle to friendship. Any, anyway, that's, that's my, um, that's my argument. Now let's see if there's a counter argument. Yes. But if they're Vaishnavas, aren't they, aren't they worshiping Krishna? So, does that, so that same goal is there, the ultimate goal is there. 
isn't it? <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, funny. Um, but sometimes I have found in those situations, like if they have a different, they follow a different drum prop that um, I guess they are on, that they, um, they have some different beliefs or ways of worshiping, and I found that they like to impose that. Mm. Yeah, well, here I'm speaking of having a friendship with individuals who wouldn't have such an attitude, who would have um, a common, there would be common respect uh, for each other's uh, particular tradition, parampara, and so on. Yeah, obviously this would be difficult, uh, but it might also be an opportunity uh, to come to a point where that person can learn from you to be respectful. That may be a possibility. Yes. Some uh, imagery came to us, dogs have rules amongst each other. Dogs. When they're playing, yes. they want their ability to rip each other's throats. So they play with certain rules. It won't bring to breaks friendship. Yeah. So you both may have great armory of philosophy. You have to play certain rules, you have agreed norms you agree that you agree to. As long as you both play the same rules, then the friendship can continue. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting analogy. <laughs> yes, we've all seen dogs playing with each other, and playing for dogs means generally play fighting. They'll, they'll sort of play bite each other, uh, but they won't bite hard. But if one of them bites too hard, then, then it's a problem. Uh. <laughs> um, going back to your um, original question, can we have friends amongst people that are not Vaishnavas? Uh, it makes me think, uh, who doesn't mean to be a Vaishnava? Of course, mm -hmm. we worship yes. Krishna. And what's the best way to worship Krishna? As Chaitanya told us, spread the only names of Krishna. No Vaishnava. Mm. And how can we do that if we don't have some sort of, if we don't show some sort of friendship to people? Yeah. They don't accept anything from us. Yeah. So for me, the question can we have friends amongst non Vaishnava? It, we must have. Of course, yeah. the, the level of intim intimacy is, is different. Mm. But we must create this friendship with people. We must yeah. create this friendship with people. Otherwise, you won't be able to preach. Yes. You will just start the chain. Yes, good point. Yes. Um, I recall the verse, um, not as a counter to what you say, but Ishvare Tadine Shu, Balise Shu, Vishatsucha, Prema Maitri Kripa Upeksha, Yakarotisa Madhyamaha. Uh, sort of giving categories, uh, but I would say they are not hard and fast categories, especially between uh, the Adina uh, and uh, the Bala. Um, 
So, Ishvara tat adineshu valisheshu dvishatsu char. To the Lord, uh, we uh, cultivate prema. Uh, to the adina, literally those who are not fallen or not wretched, namely the devotees, uh, we cultivate friendship, maitra. Uh, to the valisheshu, uh, bali has the sense of childhood, innocence. To the innocent, one uh, extends mercy, uh, kindness. And uh, to the dvisha, to those who are adverse, uh, one, one, is, one keeps distance or one is neutral. Prema maitri kipa upeksha. Upeksha kind of, it can mean just neutrality so, or indifference and therefore some distance. So madhyama uh, adhikara is, is pursuing, uh, making such distinctions. Maharaj, you want to say? I'm not sure I want to ask this question. You want to go back to the foundation of what is friendship? Mm. Similar liking and similar nature. Okay. Yes. So if the nature is different, then can there be friendship if there are different natures but similar liking? Or the other way around? Yes. Oh. Similar likings, different natures. I would say yes, why not? From the top of my head, because um, we all, to put it mildly, like Krishna. <laughs> we like service to Krishna. Uh, and we find so many different natures among devotees, isn't it? Whoa. <laughs> isn't it? There's a beautiful quote in the house of well, His Holiness Bhattitaki Maharaj about friendship. He's had that quote Now we just need that, that third line. <laughs> but uh, thank you for bringing it up because it reminds me of the friendship I had uh, with your Guru Maharaj. <laughs> he, was, he was always acting in that way. Yes. Yes. Oh, did he enjoy that arguing with Dr. Patel? It wasn't really like saying, I'm following the Vaishnava principle, that's why they enjoyed the arguing, that they had the similar background and yeah. respect. There was, mutual, there was reciprocation. There was re mutual respect, reciprocation, yes. Yeah.
yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was friendship. Yeah, it's interesting. Yes. Sorry, say again. So, um, having friends uh, with people who are not Vaishnavas, yeah. but they are very sincere in their spiritual practice. Yeah. Yes, I would say very much. This, this is, as you were saying, this has to be the case that we pursue friendship. And I think this gets back to Bhaktivinoda Thakur's uh, wonderful. Uh, notion of the Saragrahi Vaishnava. Uh, the Saragrahi uh, Vaishnava. Sara means essence, Grahi means one who grasps, one who values, appreciates, can extract. It's the idea of the Paramahamsa also. But Saragrahi Vaishnava. The Vaishnava who's always finding the essence and appreciating in others. So, um, just to recap the verse, um, Krishna is saying, you're working together. You are working together not because you're going to get something, uh, but because you are friends with each other. And that pleases me. Tushtoham. Tushtoham or Santushtoham or <laughs> Thank you all very much. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. I would say this should be our starting point of understanding, of approaching difference. Yeah, that it makes a healthy starting point from which then uh, positive discussion can come. Now, there's different kinds of debate in Nyaya Shastra. There are three kinds of debate. Uh, the first uh, is uh, is is where the aim is to realize the truth, sat. Uh, a second where the aim is to win the argument, uh, vitarka, I think it's called, or vitanda. And the last one is jalpa, uh, which is simply insulting each other. Yeah, welcome to Kali Yuga. <laughs> yeah, destroying the character, insulting each other. Uh, I don't know if this has anything, any relationship to modern American politics, but... 
Srila Prabhupada ki, Prantara Srila Bhagavatam ki, Gaur Premanandi.